This is Jason Kristoff. This is podcast um, 22, and this is April 14th, 2020, in somewhere inside the COVID lockdown. And this is part two of how to survive and how to thrive in this brand new environment. And the first thing we're going to talk about is potentially how you're going to get your mind back. In the first podcast on this Thrive and Survive series, I was reviewing, you know, how your mind is manipulated quite a bit. And in order to take in any of the information that I'm going to discuss with you today about your health or your wealth, because you can find people like me who will teach you about wealth, and you can also find people like me who are going to teach you about Health, and I know quite about a, a bit about health, but unless you're more well-rounded and you're able to basically be healthy and wealthy and control your inner dialogue and control your emotions, you never, you know, you're going to move ahead or you're going to remember a little bit about who you are. And I don't want to ever say move ahead because it's not a journey, it's not an evolution. You just have to remember how powerful you are. And the reason you don't, and I discussed some of those reasons yesterday, is because this system that we're in is designed to throw you down the evolutionary ladder using some of the tricks that I talked about in the first podcast. It's a system by which it's, it's I don't even want to sound like Morpheus, but it's 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 an invisible system that you plug into unknowingly when you're a kid and you plug right into it and it's it's like an electric chair so it doesn't matter if it's your wealth or your health or your your legacy or you know your occupation or what you want to do the system corrals you into situations where you're always going to be less, you're going to be mediocre, you're going to put your head down, you're going to keep your eyes on the ground, you're never going to speak up, you're never going to develop into who you truly are, and you're never going to remember how powerful you are. So it's very important that you remove yourself from this very ugly and miserable system one bit at a time. And I'll tell you today, one of the primary ways that you can unplug from this system so that when I do give you the other information, when I give you the health information, when I give you the wealth information, the part of your brain that can take that in and take action on it is actually on. Because there's two parts of the brain. One is called, the well, two primary parts that I'm going to talk about anyway. There's the prefrontal cortex, which is a part of your brain just behind your forehead. Now, the prefrontal cortex is where the best of you lives. It's where morality lives. It's where ethics live. It's where compassion lives. It's where love lives. It's where your dreams live. It's where friendship lives. It's where all your enjoyment lives. And it's supposed to be on the majority of the time. Now, the only time it'll become inhibited or turned off altogether is when your limbic system is active. Now, the limbic system is your fight, flight, or freeze system. It becomes active only when 
your life is in jeopardy. So if your lifespan is threatened in any way, the limbic system, it's also called the reptilian brain or the R-complex or the hind brain. And anytime your lifespan is threatened, this really bad part of the brain, which is good for defending yourself, but really bad for you just trying to be an excellent human being. So it does have a function. And let's be honest, it's the Ministry of Defense. It comes on when your life is threatened. And if you're listening to this, you'd be like, you'd understand that you're in a fight, at the, you're in a bar brawl, you know, someone pulls a knife on you, someone pulls a gun on you, you change brain function. And the brain function in that part of the brain complex, it's hyper defensive, it's really illogical, it's got a very low IQ, it can't think too far into the future. And it all the great emotions are pushed out because the prefrontal cortex is shut off and that's where your good emotions live. So that part of the brain that houses the best of you shuts off when, you know, your your lifespan is threatened. And it's where all the negative and dark uh, emotions live, paranoia and jealousy and rage and attack and even murder. And again, that part of the brain is there for a reason. Don't ever think your brain or your body's not designed exactly the way it's supposed to be designed. If someone's mugging you, you don't want to be loving because if you did, you'd probably be dead. You don't want to be compassionate. I mean, if someone's across the road and, you know, is has their hands around your kid's throat, that part of the brain is the part of the brain that's going to kill that person and will run really fast and it won't think about the consequences of defending the child till everything's all over. And that's why that part of the brain exists because you're not supposed to think down the road if someone's trying to kill you because you don't want to be thinking about the the mamba lessons that you're missing tonight or what you're going to have for dinner so it doesn't think into the future it thinks of the now and it's very super violent super low iq and it doesn't have any ability to judge long-term consequences and again that's a really good design for when your life is threatened but what you might not understand is all I did describe there and I described it for a reason is that I described physical attacks so physical attacks is something you would be like yeah I understand this part of the brain is activated when I'm getting physically attacked or physically threatened but you only have one fight or flight system and the fight or flight system will always come on if your lifespan is threatened, and you might not understand, that includes up to and including any time you put any poison in your mouth. So anytime you put poison in your mouth, your fight or flight system comes on, which is low IQ, has no reason to want to learn. It's a short-term thinking operation. It doesn't have the ability to think long-term into the future. It thinks like a child. And it because it's afraid, because it's in fear, 
And because it's sort of the body's like, please have the fear end, it's very, that part of the brain is very reflexively obedient to authority. Because in the low IQ state, you take on the characteristics of a child. Therefore, that part of the brain will always be looking outward to say, can someone help me shut off the fear? And so you become very reflexively obedient. And that's why they put you in fear with the COVID-19 tsunami of fabricated media weaponized fear so that you activate this part of the brain. Now, obviously, turning off the TV will help you get back your prefrontal cortex and get it back operational. But the average Joe has no idea that caffeine activates the limbic system for three weeks straight. (laughs) Now, that is a big problem for you thriving, period, in the next couple years, because if you're drinking coffee or having any caffeinated beverage, even green tea or black tea or something along those lines, what you're not understanding is that the caffeine, if you had one cup of coffee or one cup of tea, it activates the limbic system for three weeks straight, even if you didn't have any other caffeine in the three weeks. And you can read about how detrimental caffeine is for brain function and overall health if you go to the book Caffeine Blues by Stephen Chernisky. And I tell people all the time that I have a very large health library. And that book, when I, when I purchased it, I made it and then I read it. I reserved a very special spot in my health library because it, I said, this is now the horror section. <laughs> it was so scary. With every page that I turned, I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I never drank any uh, coffee until I was around 40 years old. And I wasn't a big caffeine fan uh, when I was a kid either. I didn't have a lot of pop, didn't have a lot of the dark pops. So sometimes people will say maybe that's why I still have a lot of my faculties left. But caffeine is extremely powerful on making sure you don't remember who you are. Now we talked about some of these ruling families before on part one and that's a very interesting talk if people want to go back and see how they, they trick you so that you're less than you're capable of in ways that you're really not noticing, but they're pretty obvious when I do point them out. But these same ruling families out of the UK, that's why they would always have tea time, and they would give their slaves breaks um, for them to have tea, regardless of which Commonwealth country that they were in. So the UK, again, will always come up in my talks because... There's a reason the very small nation of Britain went on to terrorize and still terrorizes to this day all the world and because they're very good at categorizing and documenting brain function and what screws up brain function and what makes people very complicit. And caffeine is the number one way to get people into the fight or flight mode where their IQ drops. It makes them very uh, 
reflexively obedient to authority, which of course is the side effect they're really looking for. And caffeine really dulls the the observations down and it dulls the nervous system. It tranquilizes the nervous system. And that's why people sort of, you know, use it when they're truck driving or they have a, a cup of coffee before they go to the job that they don't like is because they, they don't want to have their nerves on full full power. So they, they, they get less impulses. You, you don't take in the stimuli. Like you, you don't notice that your job sucks or that your life sucks <laughs> or that your relationships suck and that you have to do something about it. And coffee is great for that. Now, if you think you might be doing that personally, sedating yourself to your harsh reality using caffeine, what I have to tell you is the people who rule you the ruling families that are primarily out of the United Kingdom that still own and operate all Commonwealth countries today, including the United States. They've known this before you even were born. They've known this for a very long time. So they went and they started with the tea, but then when they found out the coffee had more caffeine and it could sedate their slave class more, everything you know or everything you think you know is a lie. You know, your streets are littered with coffee shops, not because coffee's really popular, it's because coffee dulls reality. It makes people reflexively obedient to authority. It lowers their IQ. It makes them very uh, subservient. It make, you can dominate them easier. They don't have a lot of dreams and they don't think about better days or very elaborate schemes that'll get them out of their misery because that part of the brain when, when activated from the caffeine has no ability to think long term. So it's, it's sort of the, the best enslavement sort of neurological manipulation that they, they could come up with. Booze worked really good too, but it kind of incapacitates the slave. Like they're not very productive the next day. They're hungover. They're tired. They're still foggy. And poison, of course, activates, sorry, alcohol activates the fight or flight as well. And you, you might not be aware that this group, is, they're masters of psychology. And I think we've gone over this before, that there was a place in the Mediterranean called the Medes. And the Medes were very adept at the psychology of the human brain and how to manipulate human behavior and all the kings and queens used to go visit what's called the magi you know magicians of the medes and would you know the royalties of the day would interact and, and ask how do we manipulate the brains of our public so that they do x y and z and one of the main um, one of the main hypno programs that they would use is the same one they still use today is repetitive images and repetitive messages, and that's why your movies are littered with. And the the thing about you have the subconscious brain that takes in everything that I'm going to be talking about next. So there's a part of your brain called the subconscious which scans the environment at 11 million pieces of information a second. The part of the brain I'm talking to you with right now and the part of the brain you're listening with can only handle 140 pieces of information a second. 
So your subconscious is in charge of you seeing and assessing your environment and, you know, downloading what the acceptable safe behaviors are, what are the safe protocols, what are the safe things to say. That's all it really does with 11 million pieces of information a second, other than running all your metabolic functions on the inside. As it looks through your eyes, it's very interested in seeing is there anything repetitive out there that I should be noticing that most of the other people are doing because the subconscious is in charge of your safety and security? And if you mimic what most people are doing, um, then you're safe because then you don't stick out. You won't be attacked. The powers that rule you, the powers that are organizing this pandemic, this this COVID pandemic, pandemic is they're very well aware that you Everybody, every human has a subconscious mind that scans at that very ferocious rate. It also They know that the subconscious mind focuses in on repetitive images that you don't even notice. So guess what the number one repetitive image is in all of Hollywood film? It's drinking coffee. <laughs> and I bet you never noticed because the conscious mind does not notice. It's the subconscious mind that notices. And you can make people do anything you want them to if you put it you know, into their eyes on a repetitive basis or into their ears on a repetitive basis. And there's also tricks where you give positive reinforcement. And that really tells the subconscious mind who is the, the safety and security-based part of your brain that this is the safe behavior. So coffee is the safe behavior. If you give coffee to to a child in a park, you're going to notice them, they throw it out. Like they'll be like, that's disgusting. Or if you give them wine or even beer, they're like, oh, you know, that really doesn't taste as good as, you know, it looks when you're drinking it. Because when people are drinking wine or, you know, drinking their coffee, it looks like they're having a real good time. And then the kid, when they're maybe 12 or 13 or 14, might say, that that must taste really good. But if you give it to a kid just a sip, you're going to see them like, oh, that's really not too good. It's bitter. It's kind of gross. And the reason people do it is because the subconscious mind can be tricked and hacked a lot. And that's why you're doing a lot of what you're doing. But what I'm trying to focus in on here is... Well, we can, we'll talk about the subconscious and maybe different parts of the series, but you're doing stuff that makes you less because the people know how to hypno-program you and they're trying to make you less and they know all this about your brain and you don't know. They, they know their movies aren't for entertainment, they're for entrainment, to train you to think a certain way. And this is a very famous Jordan Maxwell story, but I'll tell it for people that haven't heard it. But in the ancient times, which is where these people come from, it's even beyond ancient times where this group of rulers comes from. But the magicians, like Merlin the magician, used to have a magic wand, and the wand would be made from the wood of the holly tree, because the holly tree had the certain vibratory powers where it would be better to get cast spells upon an unknowing public. 
So they would use wood from the holly tree. And where do you think Hollywood gets its name? It's the same group casting their same spells, controlling your behavior, controlling what you do. And the reason they're putting the coffee in the movies, and now you're really going to watch, and I think you should, because it's usually, and I've timed it, it's usually within the first 10 minutes that you're going to see a coffee pot or someone drinking a coffee mug or a coffee cup. And it's also odd that under uh, the rules of acting, the coffee cup has to be empty potentially to not <laughs> brain screw up the brains of the actors. I'm not too sure, but that is a rule on every movie set that you can have nothing in the cup and uh, they have to pretend to sip it, et cetera, et cetera. So they're putting things, see their job, the only way they can rule you is to make you not remember who you are or how powerful you are. Now, the thing, and they also know that the subconscious mind will pick this up. That's why they call it subliminal advertising. Subliminal means under, under what you can understand. And they know that not only are you going to drink the coffee, but everybody drinking coffee and everybody drinking wine and everybody watching TV sets an average across the entire population. They're all so well aware that that average is very focused in on by the subconscious because the subconscious never wants you to stand out. So not only will you be drinking the coffee that makes you mediocre and activates the lowest IQ part of your brain, but as the subconscious looks out at an entire society of coffee, wine drinkers and medicated people and people smoking up and people wasting their times in front of the TV, it, that, uh, that in itself sets an average, okay, sets what's called the tribal average of expectation, which the subconscious never under any circumstances wants to move above. So they're, they're not only mind controlling you to do things that dull your shine, and throw yourself down the evolutionary ladder, they're making sure that not, that not only are you engaging in like self-sadism and self-destruction and self-abuse through their propaganda and repetitive government and media messages, they're dulling everybody's shine to the point where you're going to feel uncomfortable exceeding that simply because of the way your brain is designed. So that means when you want to make more money or get healthier, um, your subconscious goes, hey, hey, Jim, you know, everybody's unhealthy. Everybody smokes. Calm down. What the fuck are you doing? Calm down and put the cigarette back in your mouth. Start. Don't start talking about drinking water at the coffee shop. Don't do that. It puts you outside the herd. It puts you in a chance of potential danger. And that part of the brain's just doing its job. But that part of the brain you don't know anything about. And guess who knows that design inside and out? The people who rule you from the UK that still rule you today and are the ones drowning your brain in the COVID-fabricated pandemic weaponized liaria so that you're always in that lower IQ-based operation 
Plus, you're going to say exactly what they say because it's the safe, it's the safe word, it's the safe phrase. You have your six foot distance, flattening the curve, and that part of the brain doesn't care. The, the, the odd part about this part of the brain is that it's designed if it looks out and everybody's overweight. So if that part of the brain looks out and everybody's medicated and overweight and miserable. That part of the brain actually instructs you to be overweight, medicated, and miserable so that you you fit in. Do you see the problem? <laughs> That's a big problem because that part of the brain, the subconscious, has no morality, no ethics, has no ability to think long term. And when you're polluted, it's more clingy to the old tribal customs and rituals. You'll never get above. And the reason if you're injured or poisoned that the subconscious even becomes more clingy is because when you're injured, like imagine a wolf with its leg broken and all the animals have the same sort of subconscious, conscious brain trying to protect it by fitting in, going along to get along. But you're a wolf, you have your leg broken. Now, when do you need the tribe more? When you're perfectly healthy or when you're injured, when you're damaged? Well, if the wolf has his leg injured, he's got to make sure the other wolves maybe feed them or, or, or protect him from attack. So you, the injured animal becomes more clingy to the, to the tribe. So what that means, if you're drinking wine, you're injured. If you have caffeine, you're injured because those are poisons to the body. That's why they call it alcohol poisoning, but there's no such thing as cauliflower poisoning. That, that's that's the truth. And say with medications, I mean, we've said before, no one's going to the uh, the fridge to kill themselves with four heads of organic cauliflower. They're going to the medicine cabinet and, you know, they're crazy. You know, some people are crazy enough to believe that the whole bottle, if you swallowed the whole bottle of medication, will kill you, but one pill of the poison will make you better over time. And again, that's the subconscious mind in play. It doesn't care what reality is. It doesn't care uh, what the truth is. If everybody else is taking medication, it wants to take medication just to fit in. And anytime you subvert your own health, this is what happens to your brain. So I'm going to give you some health and wealth-based information right now to end this podcast. But I'm telling you, you'll have no ability to act on it if you're polluted. And it's because the polluted part of the brain is already scared. That's what pollution does, right? You drink coffee, it activates your fight or flight, which is your scared part. Now, it does it with wine, it does it with meds, it does it with Teflon. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you one of my best handouts for free in the notes of this particular podcast. And it goes over all the ways that you're getting poisoned and you don't know it. Now, government does that on purpose. We've already gone over that. Government's job is to poison you so that you never rise up to your full potential. So never think that the medications are poisoned by chance. Never think that the fluoride, and it does cause brain damage, never think it's in your toothpaste because they got something wrong or it was a misunderstanding of the science. It's a weaponization of the science. Government is there to pick a poison and then lie to you about its application. So if 
Vaccines are full of poisons. Your mercury teeth fillings are poisons. Your Teflon pans are poisons from DuPont. The DuPonts are actually one of the primary ruling families. And, you know, the, the fluoride is poison. The chlorine in your water is poison. The birth control pill is poison. The Tylenol is poison. All the medications are poison. The Wi-Fi is poison. The iWatch is poison. The iPhone is poison. And that's they take your poisoning very seriously. And that's why you got to take your unpoisoning and protection of yourself just as seriously. Simply because this is it affects brain function to the point where you're going to be scared to change if you're polluted. You're going to be, your IQ is going to be low. You're going to be clingy with the tribe, which means you're going to say whatever you have to say to fit in. You'll feel too scared to post something on Facebook. And people might ask me, hey, man, like you post some crazy shit on Facebook. And um, to me, it's completely natural because my brain isn't really in the fear response all the time. So I'm not really trying to, I don't need the wolf pack around. And actually, I don't even like the wolf pack. I could survive on my own. Like this, a, I can't really super survive on my own. I'm not the manliest man out in the forest or anything, but I'm trying to learn those skills. But I have the confidence I could learn them. And, th and that's a big difference between kind of being an adult and a child. But I'll, I'll put in the show notes one of my best handouts for you so you can go over all the way the government's poisoning you on purpose and it's your job to stop poisoning yourself. So we've talked about the movie Gladiator with Commodus and Maximus. It was um, Joaquin Phoenix was the Caesar in The Gladiator. Russell Crowe was Maximus in the final fight in the Colosseum. I think Maximus was tied to the ceiling with various handcuffs and Commodus came in and shanked him. Shanked him is like a knife, a small jail knife. Shanked Maximus under his ribs to puncture his lung and then they were going to fight. And that's government. They want to fight you, but they don't want to fight fair. So they want to rule over you and steal half your money. Let's make taxation theft again, folks, because that's what it is. They want to steal half your money and then the other, and then they're going to say, you know what, for that half of money, <laughs> for half your income we stole, we got the free vaccine clinics to poison you, we got your free education system to normalize <laughs> and incentivize and monetize our entire poisoning system so that Jim wants to be a doctor when he grows up to poison the shit out of everybody in his community. We're going to pay Jim $330,000 a year to poison everybody. And... Uh, <laughs> That's how it goes. And like I said, everything you think is truth is not truth. It's completely inverted. So whatever you believe, turn it on its head. That's probably the truth in about 95% of the situations. So again, I'm going to put down uh, in the show notes, give you this handout. And it tells you what are the items that poison you. And then right next to it, very simple handout, right next to it, it goes over... Uh, the clean version, like Teflon pans, you should have stainless steel. And then there's certain uh, water filters that'll take the chlorine out of your water supply for your shower head. And then there's even ones that'll take the chlorine out of the bath water. Like I, I've done a lot of research on it. It's a great resource to have. 
and you got to stop you got to start blocking the shank and you got to start blocking the shank like they're always trying to shank you the government's always trying to shank you and poison you throw you down the evolutionary ladder because they don't want the smart part of your brain on because you'll invent the next big thing and you'll knock Bill Gates off his pedestal because you're the you're the next guy that invented something so if they destroy your brain and keep you dumb you'll never invent anything you'll never challenge the government you just become like a permanent child and that's what that part of the brain is also famous for it's thinking acting and talking like a child and then of course it's like the covid where it's like taking candy from a baby you got adults acting thinking and talking like children afraid of the boogeyman the invisible threat they've never read a history book in their life to realize they've done this 50 60 70 years ago and they do it on regular increments and um that's what all the poison's for folks that's what the coffee shops are there that's what the mercury teeth fillings are for that's what the fluoride toothpaste is for that's what your teflon is for that's what your netflix are for that's what the movies are for so your job is you know you want to turn that good part of the brain on shut down the poisons start getting healthy it's a war on your health a healthy brain can't be manipulated and the more and that's why you see people today with the gloves and the mask on, you know, 250 pounds going for the last bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and because they can't think straight or they're smoking before they put the mask back over their face. You see this so much. They have a child-based IQ because they're polluted. Now, who's polluted them? The government, vaccines, vitamin K, Tylenol, aspirin, baby aspirin, mercurochrome, leaded paint. You name it, the government's trying to poison you all the time. Thalidomide, DDT. Never think that these are mistakes or misunderstandings or, you know, you know, maybe the science got it wrong. The science got it right because these families just say, give me the next poison to poison the shit out of these people. And then we're going to put a positive spin on it. And then that's going to be the next thalidomide or the next breast implant or the next... Uh, you know, teeth filling material that leaks BPA into your system. That's all they do, folks. They figure out ingenious ways to poison you. So here's the next step, which, you know, will continue on in the next uh, podcast. But if you want to get wealthy and unplug, the, the system, the stock market, folks, is an electric chair. It's not there to make you wealthy. It's there to steal your money. Just like it just stole 30% of people's money and it's sucking people in again. The stock market, folks, is being up from like it bottomed out about two weeks ago. Now it's coming back up and they're doing that on purpose because there's these morons that don't think, that don't understand that the whole world's unemployed. So how's the stock market going up? Well, that's the draw in the naive guy that's lived over the past 40 years that thinks the bottom is there, he's going to get in on a deal, and then the stock market's going to go up. Let me tell you what's going to happen to the stock market. It's going to go to half of what it is today by the middle of the summer. And if you want to maintain your wealth and unplug from the system at the same time, because you don't want to be in the stock market, you want to be doing different things, to, and you want to be in control of everything. That's what a true adult is about. They want to be in control of everything. The only people worried about the COVID pandemic are people that are used to being in control of their lives. They're real adults. As for the children who are always used to other people telling them what to do, life doesn't change for them if there's a communist government because they're already just making $2,000 a month and they can smoke outside and watch TV. Nothing's going to change for them. 
Well, it will change for the adults who want to do great things with their lives and have love in their lives and connection in their lives and discoveries and inventions. So unplugged from the system, there's a guy called Jeff Berwick. He's got a reputation just like mine, okay? He is a little, he's known uh, by outsiders as a little crazy. Think of him like me, but in the health, in the wealth field. So Jeff has a, um, it's called the Dollar Vigilante, and he also has an, an opening up. He opened up something called the Crypto Vigilante, where he gives, you know, stock, not stock tips, but tips on buying cryptocurrency. You might not even know what it is, but a real adult's like, yeah, I heard that's where all the action is, and a real adult is, you're going to go out and learn it. You're not going to learn this at school because it'll give you power. You're not going to learn anything at school that gives you power. Now, if you want to take care of your health, um, so go to Jeff's go to Jeff's website, thedollarvigilante.com, and maybe look at the packages because he does sell subscriptions. You can just get on the newsletter if you want. But I've enrolled in the top newsletter where I get stock tips and crypto tips. And, and basically, they're not tips for me. They're just ways to unplug from this brutal immoral, unethical, you know, dark and ugly and miserable system. It, just one plug. I'm just going to pull that that financial plug out of the wall. I am not plugging into a system that steals my money every eight, 8 to 12 years. I'm no longer doing that. Now, for health, I know a lot about health, but if you want to know what I know about health, go see Paul Check at the Check Institute, and Check is C-H-E-K, and he has various courses, or you can just watch his videos on YouTube. That's where you're going to learn health. Now, if you don't remove the toxins from your brain, you'll be too scared to leave the herd because you'll be clingy with the old rituals, customs, and traditions. So your job is to reduce your internal fear by stop polluting yourself. And then start coming into contact with your own you become a real adult at your real adult center inside your true adult power. And what that means is that no task is too big for you to tackle as an independent. And you can learn. You can take the late nights. You're not polluting yourself. You can take the extra money. You can, you're not watching TV. You're not wasting your life on the couch because everybody else is. You got the time. You got the money. It doesn't even matter if you bought $500 in cryptocurrency. Jeff will tell you, you know, which cryptocurrencies to buy. He just made a stock pick on the last um, particular, uh, you know, he, he emails the tips out in real time. And one of, one of the up-and-coming cryptocurrencies was up 500% in that day. And yeah, it went back down uh, pretty quickly. But if anybody could have cashed in, it would have been a 500% return on their money compared to what they bought it for in the morning. There's things to learn. And again, the government doesn't want you to have any power. That's why they're never going to teach you about the cryptocurrency. They're never going to teach you about health. All the government teaches you about is poison because it's a, it's a, it's a poisoned and coercion and violence-based control grid. And you're going to learn a lot from just those two people. 
So I hope that helps. I'll um, talk about some more secrets tomorrow. I'm sure you're you're interested in the ancient families, and you you do live on a human farm. I'm sorry to say, and it's important you know how to unplug from the system. It's a very large farm. You can unplug a little bit, but you don't want to get that job and that certification, which is just a compliance certificate, and you work a miserable job. Because, and then, but you find out you're miserable halfway in, but that pension drags your ass the other 15 years as you walk your life in misery and waste your, waste your life. Now, as Jeff Burr would always say, you know, he works with a lot of nurses in the terminal care wards, and the nurses would always tell them, you can tell who's lived their life upon their death. Because the people who have really lived, they pass very with dignity and grace because they're like that was I did what I wanted to do I made the choices I wanted to make I was I was with and I loved the people I wanted to be loved that that I wanted to love and talk to and I I did what I was sent here to do and the the nurse again that works within the terminal wards of the hospital would say when people who's didn't do anything they wanted to do they they still had the child-based attitude they went along they go along to get along they wanted to be liked and they and when you when all you do is want to be liked and talked about well it makes everybody else happy except you and when that person passes away they get very nervous because they know it's over and they didn't do what they wanted to do and if you want to do anything and take advantage of God or the Creator's innate design. It's perfect, the perfect design that's inherent within you. Stop poisoning yourself. Use my handout to start guiding you. See those two people. Just, you know, maybe walk around them a bit. You watch some videos, see what they have to say. Don't expect Jeff to be like Paul Jack. Jeff's like me, but with, with wealth. Maybe even a little crazier than I am, I must say. So I hope you enjoyed that podcast and uh, stay positive out there. You can definitely take advantage of the downtime to learn about stuff that they don't want you to learn about so you can regain your power. It's always about remembering who you are. You're already powerful. Never let them trick you. You're not. Show them what you got. Thank you for listening. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.